Well, Father, thank you for bringing us together today. We thank you that, Lord, your word will enrich us and empower us to do great things on your behalf. We thank you that you fill us with your spirit, with your anointing, and we give you praise and glory and honor for all that you're going to do today. In Jesus' name we pray, and all agreed said, Amen. 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 How many of you have ever had to go through tough times, times when you think like, Lord, why do I have to go through this? Why is it that I, I, why, what happened? Why me? Why do I have to go through this? You know, the Bible says, though I walk through the valley. And, you know, I was going through treatment these last couple of months, and that's, that was my prayer. You know, like, why, Lord? Why am I going through it? Why, why me? Don't I love you? I care for you. Why have you let this come upon me? Amen? Well, you know, you never know how your genetics are. You never know how maybe you've eaten wrong. Maybe you have too much stress in your life. You never know what can be happening in your life. And so you're presented with a problem and that you have to solve. Amen? And so I, I had to, to face these, these situations. So we're going to talk about God being our firm foundation. Because when you're suffering sometimes, you don't have... You're not really excited to go and get the Word of God and read, you know. But you need to know something. You have to have something on the inside of you that propels you and keeps you going. So when I was sick and not, not knowing what to do, I, I, I grabbed to the Word. I said, okay, Lord, I need, I need a word from you. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Can you speak to me, Lord? Amen. So I went to Psalms 23. Very familiar passage, right? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so I had to grab hold of the Word of God. It is my firm foundation. Amen? If you need to be uh, established and, and, and settled, you have to go to the Word of God because the Bible says the Word of God is forever settled in heaven, and therefore we establish it here on the earth. Praise God. We know for sure this thing is true, right? The doctors may tell you something, the bank may tell you something. Your creditors may be hounding you, but you know the word of God is true that he will provide for us. He'll take care of us. He'll watch over us because we belong to him. Amen? Hallelujah. That's good news. So the Lord is our shepherd. Now, that, the, the Bible says that the Lord calls us sheep. Now, that's not really a compliment. <laughs> Because sheep are not very intelligent creatures. Did you know that? Some people call them dumb, but uh, they're just not intelligent. There they are. Well, well, look at that. Does that look like an intelligent creature to you? Not really. Sheep are so, well, non-intelligent that they'll be grazing in a field, and they'll come to a cliff, and they won't even look up. They'll just keep eating and go right over the cliff and fall to their to their death. And what's even worse, the sheep behind them will follow right alongside. Now, I didn't want to show the real sheep because that's kind of gruesome. So we, we put it in cartoon form. And, and because in cartoons, nobody gets hurt, right? You just bounce back up. Okay, it's no problem. So, but, but you may say, why are we sheep? Why are we, are we, are we that dumb that we would go over a cliff all the time? Yes, we are. <laughs> 
People tell us, don't date that person. Don't, don't do this. Don't, don't go out late at night. Don't, and don't be saying that. Don't be having unforgiveness. And we just keep walking along. Well, I just don't like that person. Oh, I, I just, that person is good for me. I'm dating them. Yeah, they don't go to church. Yeah, they do crazy things. But I just love them. I just love them. And guess what happens? We go off the cliff too. Yeah. <laughs> and people just keep following them. It's crazy, isn't it? Now, sheep, not only are they not that intelligent, they don't have a, a defense mechanism. Think about it. They don't have claws. They don't have sharp teeth. They don't have a shell over them. They, they, they can't fight back. All they can do is run, right? Now, now you've never seen a, a football team call themselves sheep. Do you, have you ever? <laughs> no. No, we have the rams, yes, but that's a male sheep. They're, they're, they're fighters. But, you know, uh, the types of, uh, of uh, football teams are the Colts, the Lions, the Seahawks, Bears, Eagles, Panthers, Ravens. I got Tigers already. Do I have Tigers? No, I don't have Tigers. The Bengals, the Jaguars, all, all, the, all the fierce, you know, animals, but no sheep. No. The Los Angeles sheep. No. <laughs> and, and now, you know what? Sheep, sheep, sheep don't know how to do tricks. Did you, have you ever seen a sheep in a circus? They don't jump over each other. They don't climb over anything. They don't do any of that stuff. Now, in, in, the, in the circus, you've got all kinds of animals doing things, right? You got the horses, the dogs, even dogs, right? Elephants, lions, tigers, bears, right? Bird, even birds. Bird brain. They, they, they'll do stuff. Whales, dolphins, but not sheep. Mm -mm. No, all they do is eat, right? But so the sheep uh, have to have a special bond with their shepherd because they, they're defenseless. They can't fight off the wolves. They don't know where to eat. They would just stay in one place. They wouldn't even go to a next. They don't know how to find grass. And so they build a bond with the shepherd. And the Bible says the sheep know the voice of the shepherd. In fact, at night, if they're grazing on a hillside and they're not, they can't get back and they're with other sheep uh, shepherds, they would put them all in a pen outside in the field and they don't have to brand them. They don't have to label them. They don't have to clip, clip their ears or anything. And in the morning, he just calls them, and they come to the shepherd. They, they know the voice of the shepherd. We're supposed to know the voice of the shepherd. When Jesus calls us, when he speaks to us from in our hearts, we're supposed to follow him. Amen? That's how we're protected from everything that we're facing. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, let's look at this uh, Psalms 23. <sighs> I love this. I love, you know, you, fall in, you can fall in love with the Word of God when it ministers to you. Every time you read it, it just, you know, comforts your heart. The Bible says what? The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Now, notice David is writing this. He said, the Lord is my shepherd. He didn't say the Lord is your shepherd. He didn't say the Lord is a shepherd. He didn't say the Lord is the shepherd. He said he's mine. He's mine, 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 shepherd. Amen? 
Is he your shepherd? It doesn't do any good to memorize Psalms 23 if you don't know the shepherd, right? You can, you can recite this, you can memorize this, but the Lord has to be your shepherd. And you notice that word Lord, L-O-R-D, is all capitalized. It means Jehovah, the everlasting, self-existing one. That's when, when the, it says God created the heavens and the earth. That was Jehovah. He always was, always will be. He is the Lord, my shepherd. I shall not want. Now, it's interesting that uh, some people say, well, the Lord will give you what you need, but not what you want. I don't think that's true. That doesn't say that, right? It says, whatever you want. Remember, what was Jesus' first miracle? Remember what Jesus' first miracle was? Change the water into wine. Was that necessary? Did they need more wine? I mean, were they going to die? <laughs> More wine, please, more wine. All it meant was they were going to go home earlier that day, right? (laughs) But because it was an embarrassment for the host to run out of wine, Mary, Jesus' mother, said they have no wine. And what did he say? What's that got to do with me, woman? (laughs) I'm just here. Well, what happened was a lot of people were inviting people to come. Like Jesus invited his 12 disciples. They weren't on the guest list. You know, it was, Mary, you can invite your son. And then all of a sudden, 12 other guys come, you know. Oh, my gosh. And so they had a flood. And so it was an embarrassment. Here's what they call it. It was a gross discourtesy and a shameful humiliation to have to admit that you have not provided enough wine for the guests who came to the marriage. Now, notice he didn't have to multiply loaves and the fishes or anything. They were fine with the eating. They just wanted more wine, okay? (laughs) And Jesus, you know, was... Was, was good for them, and he helped them. So the, uh, the Bible says that he is our shepherd. We shall not want. We shall not lack any good thing. Now, so everything is based on Jesus being your Lord. He said, I am the good shepherd. I'm the great shepherd, right? You have to know that the Lord is Lord of your life, Lord of your mouth, Lord of your body, Lord of your family, your marriage situation, your kids, everything that you do, your job, are you Lord? Is he Lord over you? You know, I visit some people on their job, not this church, but another church, and I would catch them off guard. I go, hey, you know, I'm, I'm here, and they're on the phone, and they're cussing, and they're doing all kinds of stuff, and they look, oh, pastor, oh, pastor, uh, I got to go, and, you know, <laughs> whoa, you know, and when I'm playing basketball, the guys would, you know, cuss, you know, sometimes, and they go, oh, I'm so, we're sorry, we're sorry, Pastor. Don't look at me. There's a God in heaven that's watching over your mouth and your word. So is he Lord wherever you go? Amen? He has to be Lord over wherever we go. So the Bible says, I, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. What's that mean? That means the reason that I don't want is because he's my shepherd. I, I, because he's my Lord, I shall not want. I, not, I, I don't have to want because he's watching over. He's my shepherd. When you call upon him, say, Lord, my shepherd, amen? I'm with you. I'm a sheep. I just need your attention. I need, I'm dependent upon you for my provision. I shall not want. Now, I want to show you something because I had a lot of time to study this, and I'm pretty excited about showing you this. Jehovah is uh, a name that was revealed to uh, Moses, 
about God being, um, you know, the everlasting one, the self-sufficient one. But then there's uh, names on back of all that, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah Reah, Jehovah Sitkanu, all these things, but they're all found in this psalm. Can you believe that? Let me show you. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next slide, I think. is No, keep, keep going. Okay. Well, you know what? Let's go to the psalm. Let me read that whole psalm, Galatia, and then we'll go back. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. You got it? He makes me, he, he makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the path of righteousness for his name. Who's doing all the work? He, 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 he's making me to lie down. He's making me uh, to, to lie beside still waters. Yay! Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, Lord. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over, surely. Next slide. Surely. Is surely here? No. <laughs> surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me. How long? All the days of my life. Hallelujah. I've seen people on their deathbed, and I saw the goodness and mercy of the Lord be with them. Loving, kind, not bitter, still serving the Lord. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord. How long? Forever. Okay, now let's go to that um, slide that talks about Jehovah is the Lord. Ready? Now I'm going to read it again. The Lord is my shepherd. That's Jehovah Raha. The Lord is our shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me besides the still waters. That's Jehovah Jireh. The Lord that sees ahead and provides. Right? He restores my soul. Jehovah Rapha is the Lord that heals and restores our soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. That is Jehovah Sikkanu, the Lord our righteousness. Right? Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. That is Jehovah Nisi, the Lord is our banner, or the Lord is present. Okay? Shama. Oh, yeah, right. The Lord is present. He said, I'll be with you in wherever you're going. Okay, next, uh, next slide. Uh, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Oh, your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Uh, yeah, okay, so that is Jehovah Nisi. His banner over us is love, Okay. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemy. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runneth over. That is the Lord, our sanctifier, the Lord that anoints us with oil, keeps us in his presence. And the, finally, the one, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. How long? Forever. That is Jehovah Elohim, the everlasting, self-sufficient God. So David is recounting all the names of Jehovah that we have access to when? When the Lord's our shepherd. 
The Lord, in the old church, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Can I get an amen out there? Amen. All right. I shall not want because the Lord, I'm telling you, the Lord, get on the organ. Oh, the Lord. Oh, the Lord. Now, some people think that those people are crazy, and I've been in those churches, and I used to think the same thing. But then when I get in trouble, I say, Lord, Lord, help me, Jesus. In fact, I come in here and I cry out to the Lord. I yell and I can hear the echo and because I want the Lord to hear me. Amen? Yeah. You know, he's not deaf, but I, I need to, you know, show him that it's coming from the deepest parts of my heart. Have you ever been in those situations where you say, Lord, if you don't come through, I don't know what I'm going to do. But the Lord is my shepherd. Now, okay, it says here, let's look at these here now. We're going to go through them line by line. Uh, he leads me, let's go, oh, 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 yeah. Well, no, let's not go there yet. Let's go back to Psalms 23. I'm working her out. Okay, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down. We don't even have enough sense to lie down in green pastures, right? To lie down. But he provides a place where we can rest and we can have calm and peace because sheep just don't lay down because they get spooked. You know, if, if they hear sounds or if they hear noises, they, they, they say, well, I don't know if, if this is a, sound, a good place to, to sit. That's why at this church, we try to make it where it's, everything's peaceful. We try to have people get along, and we try to settle any situations that, that, that come up. But we, he, he, we want to have peace in the valley. Amen? He makes us to lie down in green pastures. That means the prosperity that he's provided for us, we try to teach you kingdom principles so that you can apply them and watch God work in your life, that he can fulfill everything that he has promised us. He's not withholding any good gift. He wants to give to you. He wants to prosper you. He has a plan for you to, to put you up high so that you don't have to worry about things. Amen? I remember when I first got saved, I, I, my finances, I, have to, I had to continually Press the Lord. Lord, you are my provider. I don't have to do that anymore. Now it's healing. Lord, I need your healing, okay? <laughs> but, you know, you get to a point where you get, where everything is, becomes easy. He makes you to lie down, rest, relax, amen? He leads me beside still waters. Sheep don't like turbulent waters. They don't like it when uh, it's run, the, the waters are running and it scares them because if they fall in, they don't know how to get out. They're, they're, they're not strong enough to get out. So still waters is a place of calm, a place of peace. We put our trust in him, and he relieves our troubled mind. He leads us beside still waters. He takes pleasure, or he takes the pressure and anxieties out of our life so that we can dwell in peace. Amen? Okay, now here's the one I wanted to go to. He restores, no, go back there. He restores my soul. Amen? Now David is writing this. And it sounds like, you know, he doesn't have a problem. He restores my soul. But let's look at Psalms 25, Belasia, if you could find that one, Psalms 25. Here's David, just two Psalms later. Here's how, here's how he's praying to the Lord. Turn to me and be gracious to me, for I am lonely and afflicted. Come on, I thought you were lying down in green pastures. I thought, I, besides still, what do you mean you're lonely and relieve? the troubles of my heart, and free me from my anguish. This boy needs help. He needs some medication. I mean, he needs some counseling, doesn't he? 
So don't think it's strange if you're going through some of these things. Because the Bible says he will restore us. Look on my affliction and my distress and take away all my sins. See how numerous are my enemies, how fiercely they hate me. Whoa. That boy, you know, lock him up. <laughs> Give him a straitjacket, okay? But God says, when you come to God, when you have a problem in your finances, in your emotions, you might tell the Lord, I'm really hurting here, Lord. I feel weak, I'm depressed, I'm angry, I'm anxious about things, I feel hurt, I feel betrayed, someone maybe has been unfaithful to you, maybe somebody said something to you, hurt your feelings, and so you come to the Lord with your problem, and, he, and Jesus responds, he doesn't scold you, he soothes you, amen? He doesn't put you down, he lifts you up. He doesn't hassle you, but he heals you. Praise the Lord. So God is a God of compassion. He doesn't, when you come to him, he doesn't berate you. He doesn't belittle you. He helps you. He, he restores your soul. Isn't that good news? Now, look at Matthew, 8, uh, Matthew 9, 36. This is the way Jesus was. But when he saw the multitudes, he was moved with compassion. Now, there's a difference between empathy, sympathy, and compassion. Sympathy is, I'm so sorry you're hurting. <laughs> you said a sympathy card. So sorry you're hurting. That should take care of it. <laughs> Empathy is, I feel your hurt. I feel your hurt. I feel your pain. You identify with it. But now compassion is, I will do anything to relieve you of this pain. If I have to come down from heaven and die on the cross, take the nails uh, in my hands, be, be nailed to the cross, get scourged. For you, for you to be righteous, I will do. I'll do whatever it takes to help you in your pain. Amen? Now, he saw the multitudes and had compassion. Why? Because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Do you feel that way? Weary and scattered sometimes? You know, when I see, whatever you, whenever you see people that are hurting, the way you react to it is kind of the way your heart is. And when you see multitudes, what do you think when you see multitudes? When I see multitudes, I think, like, why are all these people here? <laughs> why are they in my way? What, you know, what are they, why are they bothering me? Here's a picture of someone. See, all, Jesus saw multitudes. He didn't look at the crowds. He looked at each and every one of these people. What do they need? What's hurting them? God looks at us that way. Isn't that nice to know? That he, we don't go uh, unnoticed. Now, check this out. John 10.4, talking about the shepherd. And when he brings out his own sheep, he goes before them. And the sheep follow him, for they know his voice. Notice the shepherd goes in front of the sheep. He's the example. He's the model. He's what we follow. Now, different than cattle, how do you move cattle? From the back. You drive, there's, there's my cowboy right here. <laughs> you drive them, right? You drive them, ah, drive, you know, from the back. Get on, little doggy. You know, you, you, you move them, but, but sheep you, you, you bring with you. Let's see the, see, see the shepherd, see the cowboy? He, he's in the back. Drive. What's, the, what's, what's the point of all that? God will never push you to do something you don't want to do. He'll never force you to do things that you're not interested in but he wants to lead you. Let's see. He walks in front of the sheep 
showing them the way. If you follow me and do the things that I do, you'll have peace. That means you love those. You love your enemies. Love those that are mean to you, right? Separate yourself from the things of the world. If you do these things, the Bible says that we'll have peace. We'll have joy. Amen? I like that. Let's see. The last, last picture on this. There, the shepherd is following. If we would just follow him, if we would just follow the word of God, we would have peace. We wouldn't make our, these mistakes that we make all the time. When we go to buy a car and get all in hock because it smells so good, looks so good, feels so good, you know, uh, wait, till my pe- wait till my friends see what I'm in, and you're paying $500 a month. <laughs> After a couple of months, you go, why did I do that? That was a dumb, dumb thing, you know. So, but we follow the shepherd. I know one time we were going to buy a car, and it was a little bit over our, our monthly budget, and the Lord said, well, if you buy it, you're going to have to pay for it. <laughs> I said, well, I better go with you, Lord. You, 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 I like your provision better than my provision. Praise God. So he leads me in the path of righteousness. Let's go back to Psalms 23, if we can find it. He leads me in the path of righteousness. So he leads me. He doesn't force you. He leads you. Now, have you ever been to a foreign country, a foreign city? I know Rosie has. Uh, and you're visiting like Rome or Paris, Paris, or uh, uh, London. It's good if you have a guide, isn't it? A guide will show you things that you would never have ever seen or ever known if you just went just w- walking around. Oh, yeah. Okay, where's the restaurant? Or where's the Italian restaurant? You know? You're going to miss a whole lot. So we need a guide to go through life. Someone has been there, done that. That's Jesus. He's leading us in the paths of righteousness. Isn't that right? So you'll see more. You'll know more. And you know, a guide knows more than you do. Isn't that right? You may get to a situation and you go like, Lord, what do I do? I know. Let me lead you. Let me guide you through this. Praise God. A shepherd always knows more than the sheep. And Jesus always knows more than what we know. We may think we may know more, but we don't. Okay, now to the main course here, the next scripture. Yay, 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 yay. <laughs> Though I, how many of you had to ever walk through the valley of the shadow of death? Amen. Ethel, Hazel, yes, okay, right. Those of you who don't want to admit it, that's okay. <laughs> If you haven't yet, you might have to. And these last couple of months, I was walking through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, I went to the doctors, and he said I had a little pain in my side. And he goes, oh, that seems like that might be your lymphoma kicking in. I go, really? Can we kick it out? (laughs) (laughs) And they said, well, the only way you can do that, you can believe God, because that's the way I got rid of it the first time, but this one had a little more momentum on me. He says... You could probably have months, not years, you probably have months to live. I go, oh, that's not good. He says, yeah, the best thing to do right now is to take some chemo. I don't really want to do that. Though I don't want to walk that way. I don't want to go that way. Sometimes eight hours a day and I have to be there, you know, hooked up to the IV, letting the thing kill my insides. It's all gone now, thank God. But while I was going through it, it was terrible. I hated it. So, you know, 
though I walk. You know, when you have to walk through the valley, when you have to walk, you can't run through it. <laughs> you can't drive through it. You can't take an Uber through it. You can't go around it. You can't skip it. You can't ignore it. You can't pretend like it's not there. You have to what? Walk. And walk is what? A step-by-step -step process, isn't it? It takes time to walk through something, though I walk. Oh, man, day one, huh. day two, you know, it's time to go back to your chemo. Oh, no. Day three, do I have to walk through the valley? of the? It's so dark. It's so long. Why does this happen to me, Lord? Why do I have to go through this? Couldn't we do another something different? Isn't that what Jesus said? If there be another way, <laughs> Lord, let me have that way, except for that I have to now walk through the valley of the shadow of death. You know, it's just a shadow. It's our imagination sometimes we think, and I had this thought, okay, I can just see how this, the, the homegoing service would be. He was such a great guy. We just loved him. He was so kind and everything. And the Lord said, no, it's not your time, son. You know? <laughs> I'd like to just skip out right now. No, you got to walk through it. And as you're going through it, you're tired, you're weary, you grab hold of the Word of God. Lord, where's your help? The, word, the Bible says, though you walk through the valley, I will be with you. Oh, okay. I don't feel you. I don't sense you, but you said you're with me. Yeah, he said, yeah, your rod and your staff, that means your word and your spirit, they comfort me. So while I'm going through radiation, I'm, I'm uh, uh, chemo, I'm reading about the Lord. Oh, Lord, surely you bore my sicknesses and carried my pains. Amen? Amen. Even though I'm not feeling it or sensing it at the moment, I'm believing that God is doing it. He's with me. He's carrying me through this. It's a necessary evil. And then I found out there's a lot of ministers that had to do this, a lot of people that had to do this. So why am I, you know, excluded? Well, you know, though I walk walk. It seems like this is a long walk, Lord. When is it ever going to end? When, when am I going to get through? When is it going to be over? He said, just keep walking. Keep wa Say that. Keep walking. Whatever you're going through, maybe uh, marital problems, maybe financial problems. What do you do? Keep walking. You know, a lot of people commit suicide because they think, oh, I, I can't face this. It's, it's, a, it's a permanent solution for a temporary problem. If you just keep walking, you'll see God work in your behalf. Amen? You might have job situations that all of a sudden don't look so good. You have to keep walking. Keep walking. Don't give up. Right? Oh, I have need of endurance. I have need of patience that after I've done the will of God, I will inherit the promises. Maybe you might have a relationship uh, situation with your mother, with your father, with your kids. What do you do? Keep walking. Believe that God's going to minister and bring a deliverance to them. Amen? Amen? So after you get through, hallelujah, you look back and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> Whew. I made it. Amen? So then what do you do? you got to go back and get somebody else that's having problems, right? You can make it. Because I've had people all along, you can make it. Just keep believing. Just rest your body, and, and you'll get through this. Because you hear all these horror stories, you know, like, oh, man, it's a killer of your insides, and you're going to have all these problems. But 
Bible says you will never be ashamed trusting in the Lord. Praise the Lord. Okay, so last uh, scripture in this Psalms 23. It says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Have you guys seen goodness and mercy? Do you know where they are? Let's see, they're here. I think here, here's, here's, can, you, can I use you guys for a minute? Okay. You, you be goodness and you be mercy, okay? All right, here I am. All right. The Bible says, surely goodness and mercy shall follow me. Where are you? Lord, 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 where is your goodness? Where is your mercy? Where, Lord, ah, ah, ah. Sometimes there's a delayed reaction, you know? <laughs> okay, where, whose goodness? Your goodness? Your mercy? Okay, no, your goodness. Yeah, your mercy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to get better help, you know? I just... <laughs> surely... What does surely mean? For sure. For sure. Goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. So that when you go for a job interview, I want to interview for this job. Are you helping me? Are you there? Okay. I thank you that I have favor in all that I do. Can I get the job? I can get the job. Thank you. And you go to your family members, you know, at the, at the dinner table, and you're talking about the Lord and, and goodness and mercy. Thank you, Lord, for following me all the days of my life. Thank you. I feel so good. You feel good? You know, it's okay to feel good at church, but sometimes you got to go outside of church. You know what I mean? you got to go out into the real world. And goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Praise God. Hallelujah. Good. And they come with me wherever I go. Hallelujah. I might go traveling. I might go traveling some, someplace far, and, and I might lose my way, but I know that surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Oh, I feel so good. Don't you feel good? Wherever you go, wherever you dwell, Whoever you encounter, surely goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life. So if you guys would come home with me today, I would appreciate you following me with goodness and mercy. Give them a hand. Hey, thank you, guys. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good visual to see that God is with you. Ever have a problem? Think about these two, goodness and mercy, following you all the days of your life. Amen. Let's bow our heads as I pray over you. Father, we thank you that we can hold on to Psalms 23, that you are our shepherd. You are our Lord over all that we encounter, all, over all that we do. You're watching over us. You're guiding us and leading us into paths of righteousness, that you're making us lie down in green pastures. You're leading us beside still waters, and that, Father God, even our enemies shall see us and they will see a table prepared for us in front of them, and they can't do anything to stop us. So, Father, I just thank you for your anointing flowing through us today. We rejoice, Lord God.
If you have a problem situation right now, just raise your hand. We want to lift it up to the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Let's just all repeat that. Say, Father, you are our shepherd. You're my shepherd. I thank you that I shall not want any good thing. I ask you to shepherd me, to guide me, to direct me, show me the way that I might have peace in my life. I thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen.